parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome back to another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. We're back today with Lindsay Durrell, our homeschooling guru and mother of six. One girl, five boys. And speaking of boys, she's going to talk about the special needs of boys in regards to homeschooling. She's also going to explain to you why anybody, anybody at all, can do homeschooling and do it well, and the importance of being an advocate for your child. Well, without any further ado, here's Lindsay Neural. Lindsay, make another little transition here, and let's uh, talk about boys. Uh, you have a list of things that you uh, that you speak to quite often. Why why boys? Well, I have six children, but the only daughter is grown and just graduated college. I've always homeschooled, so my children have never been uh, in a public or private system, although we have participated in sports and debate and all the things that kids do. And what I found is that the boys, the five youngest, are a completely different uh, challenge for me. Um, it's delightful to raise them because the intensity that a boy can bring to something that they're very passionate about can't be found anywhere else, I believe. Um, the key then with the homeschooling is to find the passion because we know boys, uh, like like girls, but especially boys, the kind of trouble they can get into um, when they don't have a way to channel yeah, their energy is scary. And sometimes once they get into things, it's really hard to pull them back. So our challenge, my husband and I, our challenge is to, to one, keep them busy good trouble, right? You want those boys to get into good kinds of yeah, trouble. Try to keep them, try to keep them alive. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's really changed how our home looks and how our homeschool looks. And you won't find uh, my living room on a Pinterest board. You won't find us <laughs> doing lavish dinner parties. Um, we have computers taken apart in one corner of the house and we have art set up in the other corner of the house and we have drum sets and we have um, mess. I have a child making uh, pasta sauce homemade that he found online that he's going to try. And when I go back later, there's going to be garlic peels and sauce and mess. And <laughs> this is how they find out the things that are going to bring them purpose and meaning later which is really what our boys need. They need to have some purpose. And so homeschooling gives us that freedom and that flexibility to say, here's a screwdriver, here's some electronics, know, know how to not electrocute yourself, and let's get in there and get into the mess and get into the, the details of these things and find out what makes you excited to get up in the morning and that's really what we try to base our homeschool around. The reading and the math and all that's great and they need it. But often what, what compels them to get through the reading and the math is that at the end of the day, they could design a video game or they can go build something in the wood shop or, you know, get a garden going. It's these, these things that give them long-term projects and passions 
because they need their minds engaged. They need their hands engaged. They have so much energy and you want them at the end of the night to be so exhausted. They can't get into any more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what I found. You know, my daughter and parents understand we're not saying that, you know, what a uh, Girls are better than boys or boys are better than girls. They each have their challenges. Uh, my daughter, somebody told her that, you know, uh, girls really don't do well in math and science. And I was irate. I, I said, honey, you could do anything you want. And no matter what you want to do or which occupation you want to go into, your mama and daddy go support you in it. And we worked with her. We even went to uh, Sylvan and they worked with her. Well, those people were wrong because my daughter got into AP classes in calculus. And when she went to college, she was tutoring other kids in math and science. So uh, boys and girls are each of them are wonderfully made. All of them have gifts. All of them are super precious. One's not better than the other one. But you do got to realize that uh, these dirty little beings called boys that get into all sorts of stuff that I, a lot of times girls have better common sense. You know, if, if you said that there was a nail thrown over into a field, you know, Girls are smart enough to go, I'm not going to go stepping out there, but a boy will go out there because figuring that there's no way that they're going to step on the nail. And they'll find the nail. Somehow, some way, they will find the nail into their foot. And that's just kind of how we are as as boys. And uh, my mama had to stay on top of me. And, and so did my dad because I got into all sorts of stuff. Yeah, the, the, the parents, and this is why I really, truly feel you know, here all the time, I'm not smart enough to homeschool my child, or I'm not educated enough. I did not finish college. Um, I went, but I started my family young, so I didn't get an opportunity to finish. Uh, I still feel like I'm the best person to tell you about each of my children and their gifts and their challenges, and I'm the best advocate. And so knowing this, I still feel at the end of the day that I'm best equipped to keep my kids out of trouble. And so there are a lot of parents maybe listening that feel like, oh, I'm not smart. I didn't do well in math. I'm the last person to be able to teach my child. But I guarantee if you're listening to this show, you're already an advocate for your child. You know, maybe you're pushing to get your child the learning plan they need for their special needs, or you're pushing to get them that one pediatrician that can listen to your concerns, or you're pushing to get them into that. If you've ever pushed for your child, you can homeschool. I truly believe it. And it's it's within all of us parents. All you have to do is go out there, be the best version of yourself. And I love the passion that you talk about advocating for your child, because it seems to me when, it, when you boil everything down for you, you're out there trying to be the best advocate for your child. You're trying to open up avenues of opportunity for your child to be able to go into so that when opportunity knocks, they're ready to step into their now moment and become truly who they were meant to be. Hey, you know, I want to ask you about one more thing, because uh, so you talked about it a couple of times so far as 
uh, sports and band and extracurricular activities. How can parents incorporate that into their homeschool? We'll talk about that. Then we'll let it go at that. Well, um, it's easier than it's ever been, which is the good news. It's not 1980. We're not hiding in our houses with our children homeschooling. <laughs> if anything that this pandemic did is it busted the doors wide open for more opportunity. And there was plenty of opportunity before. You have two options as a parent. Um, if your state allows you to take courses at your local public school, you may have that available to you. So maybe you take uh, one reading course or take one service from them, and then you get access to the sports in the band. But if you didn't have your child in school because of maybe bullying or you didn't agree with the way they were being taught or it wasn't a safe environment for your child, that obviously is not the preferential way to get them into activities. And so then you would work with private organizations. Um, they may or may not have homeschool in the name, so don't limit yourself to that. Um, but my daughter played volleyball throughout high school through a homeschool team. They played all the parochial schools in the area wow. had a great time. They even had national championships. It was just as serious as the other um, schools, uh, but we were all homeschoolers and we understood that family came first. There was always going to be some, some rules there. Also just having parents that had similar values as far as, you know, we want our children first and foremost to be fully formed responsible, kind people, and not necessarily the best athletes. Um, that was the goal. Absolutely. Because when you have a self-led child, you know, they, they don't come about overnight. You have to pour into them. You have to be the advocate that you've been talking about here with your child so that they learn to become self-led and that they do well in school, sports, and even beyond uh, school as they move into a career. Well, Lindsay, I really do appreciate you being here uh, today to talk about this subject. I think that it's, matter of fact, no, I don't just think, I know it's extremely important. Parents, feel free to play this again and again because there's a lot of good information here. But Lindsay, thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you. And parents, as always, I want to challenge you like I always do to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless. Mm -hmm.